Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Loveline with neo-feminist entrepreneur and talk show host Amber Rose. I'm going to be talking about sex, relationships, and self-confidence. Everything from sexual curiosity to self-empowerment. Amber is joined by certified sex therapist Dr. Chris Donahue. I'll be talking about my own personal experiences and answering intimate questions from fans. This is Loveline with Amber Rose. Hey, you're listening to Love Line with Amber Rose and Dr. Chris. What's up, Dr. Chris? <laughs> hey, you. I'm just sitting here enjoying my Cuban coffee shot. Man, I've been hiking so much this week. Like, my legs are like fucking, they feel like noodles. Is that because Cooked of noodles. the breast reduction, you're now more active? Well, um, I, I can, the doctor said I can start like working out, kind nice. of. Like walking, hiking, you know, stuff like that. What's the final goal? Just to get into the gym consistently? To dance again? Well, um, No, I just, you know, want to feel healthy, in shape. You know, I've been in the bed recovering, you know, for a while. So I just want to, you know, get back. You can only lay in bed shopping online for so long. Yeah. <laughs> but I you were so much money. You were doing those uh, dance classes. I was, yeah, I was, but you know that it was getting kind of repetitive, and I wanted to try to do something else. Oh, right on. Yeah, and then so I've been hiking, and I'm like, I'm actually gonna go hiking after this podcast. Nice. I was starting to get into boot camp. Have you ever gone to the boot camps? Um, yeah, and they're, they're hard intense. as fuck. I thought I was in shape, and then <laughs> I did the boot camp for the first time, and I was like, wow. Yeah. These people were smoking my ass. Damn. Yeah. Uh, but I started going a lot and then all of a sudden I was like becoming a machine. You should see me in there. Nice. Killing You're it. looking good, Dr. Single, Chris. Single, single body. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. You're looking like a snack over good. there. Good. I need to get snatched up. You walked in. I was like, whew, sheesh. What you doing later? Good. Everyone needs to slide up in that DM. <laughs> Which actually, it's kind of funny. That's a segue. So <clears throat> this this lady right here, Demi Lovato. Okay. She's open to dating any gender. I think this this kind of came out a long time ago, right? This this whole concept, and she's not afraid to slide into anyone's DMs. She's oh, good for her. I mean, I feel like I feel like nowadays, it's like you can just love anyone. Who cares? That's my theory. I don't think that's a big deal. Like you know, to hear that from her, like I'm not shocked about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It kind of goes the whole thing where like you know, our culture doesn't allow people to really explore and understand the full range of their sexual orientation. So I always say to people, however you identify, it's probably actually not the most authentic, honest uh, sexuality that you that you're claiming. Yeah. Um, because we're not allowed to do these things. So props to her for so openly kind of exploring that. Um, <clears throat> so I guess you know she might slide into your DM. Everyone stand by. <laughs> She could slide in my DMs. No, I'm just kidding. No, Demi Lovato, she's hot. She's super hot. Yeah. She's um, a nice girl, too. Like, is she's she? really sweet. Yeah. Down to earth, cool as hell, for sure. She said something, it says something here that uh, she was famously monogamous for most of her life, but now she's embracing being single. Was she, she was in like a long time. I think or she was with Wilmer Valderrama oh, really? for a while. Oh, yeah. Right. I remember him. Yeah. Cool. Well, props to her. Yeah. Hell yeah. Is that a call? Good for or is her. That just a- oh, yeah. We have Ben on the line. 
Hey, Ben, you're on with me and Dr. Chris. How can we help you? Hi, Amber, Dr. Chris. Hey. Oh, my God. I'm so glad to be circling back around to you guys. Back, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I What's called in. I don't know if you remember me. I called in. Um, it was like July 4th. I'm like the gay guy. I live in Hollywood. I have the YouTube channel. I was asking you guys about dating and you gave me some advice and I'm a Pisces and yeah. Of course we I remember so you. <laughs> oh, <God>. no. <laughs> One of our faves. <laughs> no, let, uh, no, but yeah. How can we help you now? What's going on? Well, uh, the advice is very great. Thank you so much, Dr. Chris. I, I tried, um, the prescription of dating and it went okay, but I'm in a different place right now where I am, loving exploring my sexuality and it's taken the form of a lot of group sex now why now why now why that because like one of the things i love about singledom and and i'm kind of experiencing that as well is you're given the opportunity to encounter different people and so you are reminded of different sexual things you might have enjoyed but not had because you're in a relationship or you stumble into some new things how did you bump into group sex well, it's not like it's not like I'm going to bathhouses or anything like that. It's just these naturally forming democratic kind of well, not always democratic, but these group situations where you know you end up at somebody's house and they call one of their friends and they were like, "Oh, they were about to come over," and it, it just kind of naturally forms, usually around the host. It seems if it's a, a well formed group. Um, Three to four, well, four to five seems to be a good number, but they've been getting um, maybe up to 10, and it's been happening oh, a wow. lot, but I've been having, yeah, but I've been having, like, on my birthday, on my birthday on Saturday, it was like, oh, my God, it was the most amazing situation. It literally had, like, four people over. They were all, like, different accents from other places, which I love, and they, <laughs> they, they were like, okay, Ben, it's your birthday. What would you like to do? Yo, Ben, nice. yo, Ben my birthday's in October. Hook it up. <laughs> Amber's going to be there. I'll be there. Shit, my birthday's in <laughs> October, up. too. That's Fuck right. Me and Amber are ready. We need an invite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it must be cool like to, to just lay back and just be like, go to town. Yeah, he's like, Ben's like, they just they just happen. Like, they're, they just naturally, <laughs> like your use of the word naturally forming. Like, you went over there for a Netflix night and somehow <laughs> just became group sex. It happens. I get it. I, it's funny, though, because I think it's a reflection of me becoming more and more comfortable with my sexuality for and sure. kind of developing these boundaries um, within myself, whether I speak them out or not, whether I'm the host of these situations or not, um, where it's becoming more and more of a comfortable situation. Like I know the drill and I kind of attract the people who know the drill too, who aren't answering the door when it's not their house or inviting somebody over when it's, you know, not their place to do that. Or they don't tell anybody all of a sudden, somebody else, all of a sudden somebody else like shows up or whatever. So it's, it's kind of feels like a reflection of, I don't just like me really, really explore. I feel like I'm just coming out. Like it just, I just turned 38, but I feel like I'm just starting now to explore my sexuality. And but that, that is this. why sexual exploration is so powerful because you realize parts of your sexuality that had been there all along, but it was never maybe tapped into. And so you didn't know how arousing it was to you or how much of your orientation is geared towards that. People think there's sexual orientations about gender. Like I like guys, I like girls, I like both. It's, it's about situations and behaviors. And for some people it's about clothing and gear. And so <clears throat> again, ben, I, I have a question. 
when you and so you know i'm kind of square we we've established that you know throughout the two years doing the show um how do you protect yourself during during group sex is it do you guys all get tested or beforehand or do you guys constantly change condoms because i i've always talked about the one threesome that i had where it was a guy and another girl and he kind he had to keep changing the condom obviously when he was switching off and it was just kind of like, oh my god, it's taking forever. Like this is so like, just get to that's it. When you, that's you why know? you have refreshments. What do you mean? <laughs> so you can enjoy a snack or a light cocktail while changing condoms. That's a joke. Yeah. Okay. But like, it was just like he had to pull it off and then change it. That's again that's that's how it goes. That's, that's how it goes. That's just right? that. Oh yeah. Because when you yeah when you're yeah when you have multiple sex partners, I'm well. Glad I guess it's like somebody when it's group sex, it's somebody already ready with a new condom, so you kind of don't have to wait for the one person to change the condom. Well, once you though switch around partners, you do. And if you're using toys, you got to put a new condom on a toy or clean it. I mean. Yeah. It's a lot well, of cleanliness is godliness. It. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so Ben, what some was your question? Wear condoms, some people want to wear condoms, yeah. some people don't. Right. And there's a general respect for that if if I'm there for sure. Um there's the prep check. Everybody checks to see it. everybody's on prep. Um that that's been a thing. Mm-hmm. Um for me, I, I, I just if, if I'm gonna if I'm not gonna sleep with somebody who's there if if they got a stank and this is a like bad situation or if there's, you know, if I know I'm not going to, I'm not going to, it's not just going to be an all out orgy for me, but I, I kind of, I'm picky even in those situations. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's how I navigate around it. Um, I'm on prep. So probably half the time I don't use a condom, um, which is its own conversation. Um, but I, I mean, I just got tested and I don't have anything. So not to say that that's what's the question, guess, Ben? What specifically were you wanting the, to know? I, I want to know thoughts and tips that you would have because I am coming to on my own. It's actually like a video I want to make on my channel, um, just based on experience. Mm-hmm. Thoughts and tips that you have on group sex etiquette. In in what form? As in, for someone who's brand new and walking into a possible group sex scenario? Yeah, that's how I would like to frame it. Um, because it's it happens. I, I've noticed there's been a lot of that newbies showing up. Oh, I've never been around. Like, well, there's four people here. I didn't know there were four people here. And I, I'd like to frame it, you know, it, with that in mind. Somebody who's new to showing up and to a group sex situation, like kind of what to be on the lookout for, or what to come into it with, or to know whether to leave or not. Right. right have away. you had group sex, Doctor Chris? <laughs> sure have. <laughs> <laughs> Really? <clears throat> Why is that surprising? It's not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean... Uh, I was saying really, like, elaborate. <laughs> oh, yeah, kinda. for sure. Well, I when when I'm single, um, you know, my, my standard emotional relational style tends to skew towards monogamy. And <clears throat> that's because of, I guess, often the comfort of the people I'm with. It's, it tends to be important to them. I've been in open relationships. But because of that, when I'm single, that's my time to really explore different parts of my sexuality, kind of like what Ben was talking about, like, and to figure out, um, who I am fully and, you know, monogamy is beautiful. Monogamy is really valuable for some people, but there's an inherent limit on it because you can only engage in that, which is comfortable for you and your partner. And that really takes a lot of things off the table. And so monogamy tends to really kind of confine your sexuality. So yeah, group sex, um, three ways, like I'm a big fan of three ways. Um, had one last weekend. I'm not, I know you're not. 
But I think it's also the people you were with, the mood you were in. Ugh, it's the worst. <laughs> four is a great it's, number. Four is a great not. number because then you can kind of take maybe a break. Four, yeah, you, maybe four because like, then another person's like ready for you. But like yeah. just three is just I, like, ugh. I See, it's so funny. Uh, or my, maybe if it was two guys and me, maybe I would have had a better experience. Yeah, but it's like I gotta eat her out while you change the condom. I'm over it. I don't. But feel that's like what doing I said. It. That's why you have light refreshments. <laughs> yeah, I just I'm light over it at that point. I like I, I just want to stop. I don't get either of you two because I've <laughs> my three ways have been quite fluid and fun and dynamic. There's no there's been no like boredom of downtime while switching around for protection and stuff. So I don't know what y'all are doing. But um, to answer Ben's question, it's really interesting. I'm a fan of people asking questions because you kind of brought it in a little bit, which is some group sex is not protected. And so people want to know that, like, is this a condom based sex party or, and will condoms be provided? I always tell people, bring your own condoms. You don't want to go there with only one. And then you use that one and you're like asking around or wandering around. Mm -hmm. So bring condoms, ask questions about what kind of crowd's going to be there. Ask if there's any rules or restrictions. Some sex parties are about swapping. Some sex parties are more about um, gear or kink, like know what you're walking into. Yeah. I always tell people, know that you have permission to leave at any time if you're no longer interested or comfortable. But the ones that kind of get left out are what's hot about group sex is that it's group. And so some people will come in and they'll get off and then they'll leave. And that's poor etiquette. You stick around because people are there because they want to be watched and that requires multiple bodies. So if you come quickly, yeah, stick around, hang in there. It's kind of like, you know, you don't go in, get your groove and then bounce. So do that. I also say to people, is that proper etiquette? Do people know that? No. Cause I, w- if I, if I were into group sex, I would, I would bust a nut and leave. Yeah. That's, that's horrible. Oh yeah. yeah <laughs> you would, I, I wouldn't <laughs> invite you back. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't think I would be like, okay, I'm done. I don't know why I would stay. Uh, but also I say to people, make sure no one's left out. Like be, be truly inclusive, mm. engage people. Um, and also if you're going, I'm really good about that. I, if I feel if I can always, you know, it, it, I'm not an asshole. So I feel like if somebody's left out, it's not like I'm going to do things with them. I'm, I don't want to do, but I'll, I'll, I'll talk to them. I'll engage. I'll ask yeah. what they're into. I, I, I always feel so bad if somebody comes and they just like feel really awkward. Like I never want that. Yeah. Cause be for a lot of people, it might be the, the first buffet. time they've been naked in front of a group of people, but also don't. Don't um don't monopolize anyone. You might find one person that you're really really into, but everyone's there to be with other people. So is, don't. Is that control. frowned upon if 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 a guy comes fast? Mm. It's not frowned no. upon if he's going to stick around and maybe still be a participant in some way, either just watching. You know, you got to stop what you're doing for a minute. Answer the door. Sometimes people want. Depends on the where you're at. People have to put their clothes on. It's you know a pattern interrupt when they come in and if they leave like really quickly afterwards unless everybody wanted them to leave if they were a weird energy, then yeah. it's kind of like, okay, it just kind of, it, it's like changing the condom. It's just like, it takes a lot of energy away. And uh, Yeah, and for newbies, ha- stick around for a bit. Like, you know, you're going to walk in, it might be overwhelming at first. You're not expected to like, participate right away you can kind of come in sit down settle yourself in look around see who's there get comfortable with what's happening slowly integrate yourself in you know give yourself a chance to like i said like integrate in um don't panic and if you go with someone you're with if you bring a partner discuss beforehand what you're okay with and what you're not okay with also make sure you don't leave them out mm. 
also check in with mm -hmm. them. How's this going for you? Is this feeling okay? So it's just kind of about care and compassion, really, you know. But that's kind yeah, of, that's kind that's of what I offer. Great advice, yeah. really. Awesome, Ben. Good luck, man. You're killing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. Have fun, Ben. <laughs> Bye, Ben. I appreciate it. See you guys. Bye. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting because I, I mean, I wouldn't know proper etiquette unless I listened to Loveline. <laughs> Seriously. I loved how you were like, I'd bust my nut and bounce. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I would be like, shit. I'm Taking your coffee That's what go. I came for. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else to do. Um, so I want to talk about this really, really cool brand called HelloFresh. And so basically, they send you a whole box of fresh food with easy Literally everything is already measured for you. So you just got to throw it in the pot and cook it, which is super convenient for me because I'm a mom and I work a lot. And um, it's it's absolutely amazing. My mom kind of like lives by it. And so uh, let me see. A ten oh, balanced dinners for $10 or less. Wow, that's cheap. Super cheap. And it's like really, really good stuff. And so where's the, okay, for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter LoveLine30 um, and get an awesome deal. And that's HelloFresh.com. And, you know, if you have a date night, if you want to cook for your man or your girl, whatever, and you really aren't a good cook, this is super easy to follow and I absolutely live by That's it. That's what I use on my date nights because I am not a good cook. Yeah. But I like the idea of still partaking and, and, and putting things together. And sometimes that actually is my date. Yeah. Come over and we'll cook together. Oh, I should try right? that. Sweet. Yeah. It's adorable. It's all measured out, but yet you can talk, have a glass of wine. You're cooking together. You're not going to mess it up. And then you sit down and you enjoy. Yeah. I usually, well, I usually cook for my son and this is like really fresh, good food. Even the vegetables and everything are super fresh that come straight delivered to your house. Um, so, yeah, make sure you go to HelloFresh.com, enter the code LOVELINE30, and um, get $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. Bam. Welcome back to LoveLine with Amber Rose and certified sex therapist Chris Donahue. Okay, we have Cassandra on the line. Hi, Amber. Hi, Dr. Chris. Hey. How are you guys? Hi, honey. What's going on? How can we help you? Um, so my boyfriend and I, we've been dating for just over a year. Um, our relationship's fantastic. Our chemistry is fantastic. Um, however, um, since we've been dating, um, we have sex and he cannot like ejaculate with just intercourse. He always has to finish by like masturbating. Um, so I was just wondering if you guys had any tips for us to progress past that. Um, we've talked about it a lot and we've yeah, like we just haven't been able to get there yet. Do you think that's from b the tightness around the penis? Well, I guess Dr. Chris? before we even get into that, my first question, and then ask me that question again. My first question mm -hmm. is, what is is it that he is upset he can't ejaculate in you or you're upset that he can't ejaculate in you? Who's who's the one that's struggling or both of you? Um, I feel like um, like we both want to get there. And we've kind of come up with the conclusion. We've done a little research on our own. Like, before we dated, he was single for two years. And so, and he never, he didn't really have much, um, like, sexual intercourse. He, so he masturbated a lot. And so I think he was, like, used to that right. feeling. 
So what's um, the meaning in him coming in you? What's Why is that so important to the two of you? Um, I think that I just want to, like, I just want to be able to, like, give that to him. Give what to him? Um, um, like, just that, that satisfaction. I mean, it's... So if I was talking I to him and I said, you don't ejaculate in her, are you satisfied? He'd say, I'm not satisfied. Me ejaculating in her is the only way I feel completely satisfied. No, I okay, don't think that's good, true. Good. I think, I think we're, I mean, we both. I, so it would be more about smart. you then, Cassandra. It would be more about you want him to ejaculate in you. It's not really about him because he's very comfortable with masturbating to ejaculate. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess I just want to be able to give that that part to him as well. But it sounds like it's you giving it to you right. because he's getting off. And so that's like a, that feels great. Well done. Why do you think it's not as meaningful if he doesn't come in you? Why is that so important to you? What does it mean if he did? Um, I don't know. You guys are in deep here. <laughs> <laughs> but it, this is a really, tr- this is a true psychological therapeutic issue. When someone comes in and they're saying like, I need this one thing to happen. And if it doesn't, I don't feel okay. The work is about unpacking. Why is there so much meaning to in this one thing? Because in theory, sex is happening. Great. Sex is about connecting, having fun, getting off, enjoying each other, feeling close. And you're doing that. And sex, mm-hmm. there's no one right way to be sexual. But in our culture, we're very penetratively obsessed. And so a lot of people think if sex doesn't end with penetration or orgasm, then it wasn't good or correct. And it's not true. Some people, they prefer to get off or end sex with having the guy go down on them. Yeah. They don't want a penis in them. Some guys, it's the same thing. I know like <clears throat> for me, um, I'm, not, I'm not penetratively focused. My, I prefer to orgasm without penetration. And so I end sex okay. without my penis in someone. Right. And some partners might say, oh, that, that doesn't feel successful to me. And I'm like, okay, we'll unpack that because for me, that's how I like sex. So it's not but a are you willing to are you willing to do what your partner wants as well? Sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah. See, I feel that way. And, and I also, you know, if, if I'm with someone, like how long have you been with him? A year. A year. Just okay. over a year, yeah. Oh, over a year. Okay, so I think mm-hmm. maybe also on top of it, it's a trust issue as well. I think a lot of guys feel like, you know, they're going to get trapped with a baby or, you know, um, or it's just more of an, a, an emotional thing to actually come inside of a girl. Um, you know, I feel like after a year, if my man didn't want to come inside of me, I would feel some type of way as well. He doesn't well. not want to. He's just maybe not able to and also is okay think, with the fact that he doesn't yeah because we, we have talked about it and like he he does want to be able to do this it, it may be like more for you know my um you know my part of it but um i think he he just gets in his head too much and since the beginning like we've moved like I, we our sex has gone from like ama- amazing work we've done um but yeah, he's gotten really close, but I think he just gets in his head, which is it's fine. And I haven't put a lot of pressure on him because when I did in the beginning, it just would make things a lot worse. So, Doctor Chris, is that is that a thing or is that like an excuse? Which part? Why he can't come inside her? <clears throat> well, here's a, okay. So a thousand things. Um, number one, some people have decided to see meaning in someone coming in them and chose for that to have the meaning of closeness. But that, that, that's something we, we insert. That's a social construction. Um, so I would say this, it's possible that, yeah, he's more used to masturbation and some guys and girls can masturbate in ways that train their orgasms 
to occur with that way and that's not always transferable to a partner. So for instance, I work with women mm-hmm. where sometimes they have masturbation habits like they like to masturbate while in the tub with the water on their clitoris. Mm-hmm. Well, no sex with a guy is or a girl is going to mimic that. Right. And some guys will masturbate in ways where, for instance, I worked with a guy where his masturbation pattern was to lay on his stomach and rub his penis on the bed. Mm-hmm. There's not sex with a partner that's really going to mirror that either. And so they have to decide if they want to orgasm with their partner, they have to start masturbating in ways that can be transferred that way. Some guys also don't masturbate with lube. And so they're used to just using their dry hand. And so they need a lot of grip, mm-hmm. a lot of pressure. Oh. And so I tell them masturbate with lube. And that'll shift some of the sensitivity. It'll make you more sensitive, right? So there's those pieces in there. But bigger than that, therapeutically, anytime someone says, I need sex to be a certain way, I'm concerned because sex can't be a certain way. And you might never get to a place where he's able to orgasm inside you. And I want you to still see sex as being close and fun and dynamic because I want closeness to be a result of a lot of things. Um, Maybe the arousal's not high enough. But my question is, does he just pull out when he's about to come no he like like he'll get turned on and like he'll he'll want to get there but he doesn't get that close to even having sex with me like so it'll just last like, a long time he's like, i'm sorry so the sex will just last a really long time and then eventually he'll just be like he'll just start jerking off but he's not pulling yeah. out when he's just about to come he actually has to jerk off for a while Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is like masturbation is so successful because we can adjust the speed, the grip ourselves because we can feel it and we can't always with our partners. I've worked with guys where in having sex with their female partner, their vaginas weren't gripping it enough. They weren't tight enough. And I would say, you know, you can lovingly ask your girlfriend to do Kegels. (laughs) I mean, there's a thousand things, but the more you work on this issue, the more anxiety you put into it and the harder it's going to be to get him there. Do you feel like he's not big enough for you? that it's your vagina is not gripping it hard enough um i i really i don't think so i mean he's he's pretty you know average and he pleases me and we're both very you know young and healthy and fit Um, yeah i would i'd honestly really try to work on backing off of making your sexual goal him orgasming in you and make it more about whatever we can do to have pleasure and connection and feel close. And that's a lot of things and let it be. Cause it really just sounds like you're struggling with wanting to be quote unquote normal, which is I sex. Don't is so, Dr. And, Chris, I don't think so. I have to disagree with you because for, uh, if, for you loving a man, you want him to come inside you. It just feels amazing. Like t- to have that while he orgasms inside you, it's just a feeling that, you know, you, he, she can jerk him off all day. It's still sure. not going to, it's still not going to have the same feeling. It's just not. And so and she's unfulfilled. In the beginning, that was like impossible. But now, like, he'll get himself really close. And then he can, like, you know, have intercourse with me and I can finish him. Yeah. Yeah. And but what if but he, what if he gotten, jerks off to the point? It's taken a long time, but we've gotten there. But I what just, if he jerks um, off to the point where he's about to come and then he sticks it back inside of you? But that's, that's not sex anymore. Now we're forcing a behavior just so we can say we did it the right way and they're taking the fun out of it. And that's the problem. But I don't think it's the right way. I think it's actually what feels good to her. That's what she wants. It's not like society norms or she wants to fit in. It is. That's part of it. But it's also that I, again, the way psychology works is if you're going to add pressure and anxiety and try to force a behavior, your body isn't going to necessarily calm down, relax and be able to give you that. 
And so I think you're, you're, you're really forcing something that you might never have. And I, and, and the therapeutic course of action, if you were my patient would be to expand your definition of pleasure and closeness, because I have to believe there's a multiple set of ways that you can find arousing. I can't, I don't believe it's just that one thing and you got to have, and if not, you're going to be miserable the rest of your life with this person. I, I, I do believe that. Well then baby doll, get ready to be single. Because what if she wants to have children? <laughs> She he can't even give her kids because he Look, can't ejaculate. Part of sexuality of is encountering limitations. His penis isn't a dildo. Natural, healthy penile variation means you can't always get hard when you want to. Sometimes you come sooner than you want to. Sometimes it takes longer than you want to. And you know, therapy is about learning to accept what is. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that he should do it. I'm saying why can't he try if he's about to ejaculate well, and then put is. his penis inside of it? But I'm not. I don't support that because you're forcing something so that you can say that went the way I wanted it to, and that's a losing theory. Yeah, but then she has to just sit there and get beat off on for him to. I'm okay with that personally. And if my partner said you're pe- you have to do sex a certain way, I'd say then we're not a match. Your sexual maturity is too low for me. Not that they're not a match, but it's more so like, can we compromise and try maybe something different? Because if you you're going to jerk off every time you come, but you're going to learn. You only have get so annoying. much control over your body. Yeah. As well, as far as we've come, like we're both very satisfied where we are. And honestly, at this point, if it doesn't happen, it's fine. Like where we are. Is but okay are you? But is that the truth? Or are you just saying that because you? Yeah. At I first, think, you said it was about you want to give him that, but he doesn't want that. So if you want that, it's okay for you to say, "I really, really want this." You don't have yeah. to be like, you know, we're good and everything's wonderful because it, it doesn't seem like it is. And that's but if okay. I was, if I was working with him individually, I tell him to tell her, you're stressing me out and you're trying to force my body to, to act in a way it's not naturally geared towards. Mm-hmm. And I need you to back off of that and let me focus on just being close and feeling pleasure. And you're, you're putting so much anxiety on my bodily But you don't think that's selfish? No, that's, 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 he doesn't have control over his functioning. He can try to. I understand to. that. That's, I understand that, but I mean, there's there's other ways that he can try to ejaculate inside of her because that's obviously what she wants to feel. Sure, and I would say if you have a, over a year of having sex and every time he pulls out and masturbates, you know, is that like a is that like a psychological thing, like in well, his head, or it's possible? I mean, here's the thing: look, we're now understanding that some people are asexual. We used to pathologize that and say there's something wrong with you. You need to get put on hormones because you have to want sex to be healthy. You're now realizing you don't. There's some people that are solo sexual where they're not really interested or geared towards sex with partners. They're more geared towards sex with themselves and masturbation. And there's nothing wrong with that. Partnered sex isn't healthier than sex with yourself. Mm -hmm. And so you're encountering maybe some of that with him where maybe his sex life with himself is more around who he naturally is. And so partnered sex isn't as arousing. But work on finding ways to get more aroused. I mean, that's usually the best case scenario to get someone to stay hard or get hard or to come sooner is to find ways during sex to spike the arousal. Maybe you need to try Mm -hmm. different positions. Maybe you need to watch porn together. Maybe get into some role playing, some dirty talk, stimulate other parts of his body while he's in you, add some body kissing and touching. And there's ways to try to kind of like spike the arousal, but we're always at the limitations of what our body will do for us. And that's just part of sex. Damn. Yeah. You know? Well, like, one of my concerns was what Amber brought up. Like, I mean, we're our, our relationship's amazing, and, like, we really do plan on being together for a really long time. So, like, as, like, children, like, that's kind of, 
in the back of my head. Sure. Well, I've yeah. worked with some couples where the woman is really sex phobic. She's not comfortable with sexuality. They want to have kids. Penetration's really hard on her because sex scares her and she clamps down. She doesn't know how to relax. And I say to them, we can work on that. We can do a lot of work of, of expanding that, but there is a core of this person having a lot of internalized stuff and you might never get to this amazing, over-the-top, really wild, dynamic sexuality because people have limits at times. And so you're encountering that. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, how you work through this also says how healthy you are as a couple. So be loving about it, non-shaming, uh, going yeah, to some acceptance exactly. of limitations. But also don't feel bad if you're not sexually compatible, babe, because that's a really, really big deal in a relationship is to be sexually compatible because, you know, you can only, you know, take so much without being fully fulfilled sexually. Yeah, but I'd promise that if someone left someone because they won't come in them and there's a multitude of other ways to have fun and to be sexual and get close, I'm not... I'm it's different when you're a woman, though, Dr. Chris. I promise you, it's very different when you're a woman. Every woman, every every female with the... With Even the, Anna's shaking her head, yes. I will, it's, listen, you guys... You guys he's, definitely, he's definitely forced me to like reach outside. In the 15 you know, years the I've been in my office doing this work, and like, I've I had have, a wide range of females in my office, and I can tell you a sample size of thousands of females I work with, and you're not correct. I know how I feel and I know how Anne totally. feels and, and I know I'm how telling she you feels how the on the phone. 15 years and the hundreds upon hundreds of women I work with that this is not the standard. That we have trained a lot of women to believe that they have to have a penis in them and orgasm in them. That's not how I feel at all. How do you feel? I don't feel that society makes me feel like I need to have that in order. I feel like it feels really fucking amazing. Sure. And I'm not mad to get a facial every now and then. Right. I'm cool with that. I like that as well. Right. But I for sure want my man to come inside me. If I, It's a bonding moment. It's, it's, it feels amazing but to the, feel him shake bonding, and shiver what we find, inside of what you. What we find bonding is symbolic. We create that. That's not inherent. But you can say you that, can, you can, that, but you can can't be, tell me how I feel in that moment. Sure, because but I that's can not, tell you that your feeling might be self-defeating and it might not serve you in the long term and, and to work on expanding the meaning you give a behavior. But You're every reducing time, a lockdown though, to one behavior. Yeah, but, that, but like I said, it's not every time. I'm right. cool with a facial. I'm cool getting jerked off on. Right. I'm fine with that. But I definitely want him to come at me at the same time. And I, that's not me saying like, he has to come in me because, you know, that means he doesn't love me. It's just a feeling that I have that I want that to happen. Well, then I hope you always have a man who can give you that. Yeah. I mean, listen. <laughs> I hope you never day, fall in love with a man who can't because, wow. It's, I feel like a lot of women feel that way. Uh, if I was with a woman and she said, I'm going to break up with you if you can't come in me, I'd say, good to know. We should end it now. Because if that's the level of yeah. relational maturity and interest you have that I'm reduced to just this one thing, then we're going to have bigger problems yeah. in our relationship. But, yeah, but Damn. it's a big thing. But I don't consider that compatibility to its fullest. There's so many other ways to have sex and fun with a partner that if you're reducing it all down to so you blowing a load in me, and that is a deal breaker. Damn. Damn. You're that, reducing a personal relationship. That's a deal breaker for severely. me. Wow. I'm sorry to hear that. that that's it, it is. That it, is it's limited. a deal breaker for me. Not well, maybe. Cassandra, you should dump him. No. Get out of there. I'm no, not no, saying no. that, Get but maybe not initially. But if if it's just something that you just can't do. It's been, a year. Just it's been do, a year. You would bounce. 
I would be maybe Damn. on my way. Yeah. Sandra. All right. Get out of there. No, no. No. Get do out. what you want. Do what get you want to do. You are incompatible. Get out. Dr. Chris is in his feelings because me and Anne <laughs> don't agree with him. Cassandra, um, run. Do, run. <laughs> but, I do have to say, despite this, which I've never encountered before in my life, he has given me the best orgasms I've ever had. So, Listen, if you're I comfortable mean, <laughs> with him never coming inside of you, by all means, stick around. But, you know, yeah. I don't want years to go by. And then you're like, damn, I really want to find a man that can come inside me because it feels fucking amazing. Um, and you wind up cheating on him. Then call us back and let us know. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> What's going on? Good okay. luck. <laughs> It's tough out there on the street for uh, male-identified people. <laughs> people penis. I don't know, <laughs> bro. And how do you feel, Ann? I agree with you 100%. Y'all. Y'all got some work to do. Because that's such an intense moment. Right. That when that happens and it's kind of like the finale, it's kind of just the crescendo at the end. But that's also meaning yeah. we've put into it. For some people, the crescendo is them going down on. There's a lot of women who prefer and can only orgasm from oral sex. And so for them, that isn't the big But crescendo. that's not for me and Anne. And totally. obviously this girl. Like totally. you, like, totally. I don't want to feel bad that that's what I want. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I, I appreciate that. I'm just also pointing out that sexuality is a wide umbrella of things. And we're reducing it down to one specific behavior and saying that that one thing is a deal breaker. And you get to have that. But... Whew. Yeah, but the fact of the matter is, is that that's obviously something that she really, really wants, that's and it's right. been over a year. So she better dump him and bounce. No, <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. I totally agree with you. Why should a guy have to give up wanting anal if the girl won't do it? He better bounce. That's right. I mean, yeah. we always talk about being sexually compatible sure. all the time. Sure. And so that's, I don't know, sexually, that's a big deal for me. That's huge. I, I get, I'm getting that. I see that. <laughs> that's huge. I don't know. Is this huge for you, Cassandra? Is this like, it's, be so honest. The, seeing the progress that we've made over the year, it's not. I think we can eventually get there if it's important for both of us. But I mean, just yeah, knowing but what the if fact he that, can't. I mean, he can. What if he cannot, well, he, though? And like he ever. does. I mean, he does. He, but he just has to get himself there first. And then he puts himself inside of me and I finish. So, I mean, he does blow his load in me, as you guys say. <laughs> but I just, I, I would wish that we would get there just solely on me. But if not, then yes, it's not a deal breaker. Okay, girl. I was just wondering if you guys had any tips for that. But <laughs> I mean, I just, I just said that like five times if he could jerk off and come inside you and nobody yeah. said anything. So I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All right, Cassandra. All right, girl. Good okay. luck. All well, right, honey. Yep. Bye bye. Girl. <laughs> That's a triggering topic. <laughs> that just didn't make sense. I literally just said that to her. I said, "Can he? Can he beat off and come inside you?" And she's like, "Um, no." <laughs> that was weird. What just happened? Uh, well, I think yeah. I think when people sometimes people. Talk about a problem as though it's a long-standing thing, and then babe, there's always you know outliers and exceptions at times. She's in denial, 100% in denial. She doesn't want to admit that that's a big deal for her, 
And that's why she kept going back and forth. Like, I want to give this to him. And yeah, I mean, it's hard if you really love someone and there's like a severe limitation or a disappointment, it's hard to always have to fully acknowledge that because the mean, because then it means you have to make a powerful decision of sucking it up and staying or leaving this person. And people want to avoid having to do that. They want these, they want a third option and a fourth option. Yeah. And that was, I think, what she was struggling with, where you were kind of saying, look, you're not compatible. You might need to go. And I was saying, I think you stay and figure it out. And she's kind of like, I want other options though. But you know what? I'm sitting here thinking because, you know, you're like, you're like, you know, it's kind of like a mind thing. Like where society teaches you that if he doesn't come in you, he doesn't, you know, like that's what you were saying. He doesn't. Yeah. Well, there's, cause there's also people, we're also trained to believe that sex is penetration. We're also, and, and I'm always trying to tell people sex is oral sometimes. Sex is sometimes mutual masturbation. I work with couples where they don't want penetration, either of them, gay or straight. And so for them, sex is something else. But we're trained to see it in a certain way that we're not trained to see it as ever. I, I understand what you're saying because a part of me, right, would, would feel some type of way if my man always jerked off and ejaculated on me. Right. I would really, I, I would get to the point where I would be like, dude, I, I feel disrespected. Because you've, been trained to believe that that those things happen. But yes. on the other hand, I also really love that moment. Like when me and Anne were saying, right. that's the finale. That's the fireworks. That's like when he's coming inside you and he's shaking and he's right. grabbing you and you know holding you tight. That feels fucking amazing. <clears throat> Excuse me. At the same time, but you know it almost has to be a balance because if you're just giving me facials and busting a nut on me every time like if you're just a casual fuck fine i get it but if you're my man for over a year and you don't want to come inside me i'm gonna be like why what the fuck why in his case she's saying that he can't i don't know if that's true or not i mean i don't know him so like i don't know if that's true or i don't know if he's blowing smoke up her ass because he doesn't want to. Ju- he doesn't want to come inside of her. Um, I know there's a lot of guys that don't want to come inside their girlfriends. So they don't trust them, or they feel like they're going to get trapped. Well, yeah, I think there's a lot of just male anxiety. Even yeah. if even if she's like, I'm on birth control, or even if yeah. using a condom, there's a lot of male anxiety about fatherhood, responsibility, pregnancy, yeah. and that can and that can force people to hold back in different ways because. I don't know how committed, you know, she's in love. What if he's like unsure? A year right, in? right. And he's like, I don't want to lean in that much. He might have been raised where children are problematic. He might be having financial issues. And in his mind, he's like, I wouldn't be prepared to have a kid. Because I do say to people, penetration there could, be a could lead to a things. child. Be prepared and, and acknowledge that. Be smart. Yeah. So I, I don't know what's going on for him. But yeah, there's some male anxiety about doing such a thing because there's a long-term relational and financial commitment to doing so. And so some people want to hold that back. Um, And you might also just be kinkier where to him that's really boring and vanilla penetrated That's why I was asking you, like, do you hear about that often that a guy always has to jerk off you know, to, to come because not often, but I have worked with couples where the male takes a long time to come, which is kind of the same thing. And so he then pulls out and finds alternative ways to finally get himself there. Yeah. But she was saying that he doesn't even pull out. Like he pulls out yeah. way sooner than, you know, than, you know, cause usually if a guy pulls out, he ejaculates for like five seconds and mm-hmm. then comes on you. Mm-hmm. But cause he feels the sensation and mm-hmm. then he'll, you know, he'll pull out. But she's saying that he pulls out way before he's going to come and then just jerks off for like a while. Yeah, he that's preferential. It feels better to him. He can control the speed, the grip. Some people prefer their own self-stimulation and that's part of like what gets them there. And 
game on. I mean, I mean, I guess we kind of really won't know, really honestly. No, only we don't if, know him. only <laughs> if only you know. This is an example where I wish he was on the phone or he called into. We could say to him, "What does coming in here mean for you? Is it?" Does it make you feel anxious? Why? Is that why you're avoiding it? Or does it not feel good? Because I've had sex with um, women where they, they, yeah, it wasn't, they weren't tight and it wasn't a penis size issue. It was just that they're very relaxed. Maybe they're very lubricated. And so yeah. it's very loose and slippery and that's that they're highly aroused or they have a very large vaginal canal. Yeah. I and mean, there's a thousand things around that. And it's hard to say to a woman, clamp down, your pussy's too big, right? Just like saying, oh, yeah. God, your penis is too small. I don't feel enough pressure. Like that's harsh. So right. there's so much in there. And that's why I say to people, be comfortable with sex of all different kinds of ways because as guys get older, they also lose the ability to get and stay as hard as they want and they can't always penetrate for very long. And so if you're going to be someone long-term, you better get used to other forms of stimulation, you know? For sure. Okay, we have Julio on the line. Hey. Oh, Julio. Hey, what's up? How y'all doing? Oh, we're good. We're good. We were like, whoa, what's going on? Are you, you're driving a truck right now? Yeah, I'm working, so, you know. That's <laughs> all right, I hope man. I hope y'all can hear me okay. Yes, actually we can. Pretty Yeah, well, yeah, right? yeah, we all can right. hear you. Yep, what's going on? Hey, well, I'm call, I call because I've been with my wife for like 13 years. You know, beautiful wife. We have kids, you know, good family. And uh, everything's great. It just... In the bedroom, she just she has no drive. Uh, you know, she's really not interested in it no more. And uh, you know, I'm a freak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like exact opposites right now. And then yeah, it just you know, I'm not sure what what other options to try with her to try to get her. What have you tried kinda, so far? Well, you know, I, I don't try to make it about myself. I try to please her. Like, hey, let's find out stuff that you like. You know what I mean? Maybe something, you know. But she just, she just says she's kind of like an. She says she's like an old soul, and she just that part of her body just not. She don't have that interest no more. You what, know? I don't know. How old is she now? We're thirty-five. Oh, wait, wait, let's get clarification because the last caller, it wasn't 100% clear. She never wants to or she sometimes does or when she does, it's not the kind of sex you want to have. Okay, all right, let me be clear. It's, it's very rare when she wants to. And uh, don't get me wrong, she'll get like, you know, I work, so when I get home, hey, she'll hook me up, you know, but it's like no, no adventure, no nothing like so she just lays uh, on her back and just takes it basically in a sense yeah you know she you know pretty much okay so it's not that <laughs> she has she no like, sexual she's like drive more like she's more like let's get it over with and then all right let's go back to so it's an TV issue or go to bed or something you know what i mean i'm like yeah hey, so it's I a quality issue two or you know three or four or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> especially on my days off you know what i mean i'm like I'm ready to go. All right, Julio, can you hear me, sir? <laughs> yes. So it's a quality issue. It's quality not. It's and not quantity. Yes. Okay. So it, look, it's on your shoulders then. Uh, in theory, she's having the sex she wants, and so she's good. She's like, I'm good. I'm happy. So if it's if it's right. not going the way you want, it's on your shoulders. If you want it to be with her to create the kind of sex you want to have, so you can't do what you said earlier. Earlier, you said it's about her. It's what she wants. You have to bring to her the kind of sex you want. So what would that look like? What do you want to be different? Well, like I said, like, you know, her 
wanting to do it more often, like than just one time a night or something. You know what I mean? Like, are you initiating boy, it more often? I try to, yeah. <laughs> but if she's not tired or whatever, you know what I mean? It's but you're like, saying it's one time a night, like one, you know, uh, seven days a week, or how many times a week? Maybe like twice a week, twice a week. And she's just lackluster, like basically. Yeah, and then like, but I'm saying like on my days off, I'm like, okay, if my days off from work, I understand during the week if I, we're working, yeah, let's knock it out, go to bed, whatever. But on my days off is when I'm like, hey, let's. But you guys let's, have kids you know, and stuff, right? She like a stay-at-home mom, or. Yeah, she's stay-at-home mom, or and then that's one thing too. Our kids are a little bit older, but I'm like, hey, let's go out, let's you know, let's party, let's rent a room, whatever, you know what I mean? But. I just don't feel their vibes that she's like, yeah, down with that. So, I'm like, it kind of kills my mood. They're like, you know, I don't want to be doing something with her. And then in my mind, like, man, she don't even want to be messing with me like that, you know, or she's bored or she's tired. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's unfortunate. I don't know what to tell him, Dr. Chris. (laughs) I'm not. I'm just not 100% clear because, Julio, it sounds like she's open to sex when you initiate it but it's just not fun sex. And I keep saying to you, what would you prefer it to look like? And you're not really able to tell me what you want. Well, basically you would, you want her to ride you or like initiate it. I don't think she initiates it. So it's that you want her to initiate or you want the kind of sex you have to be different. And it sounds dumb, but I'm like, you know, I'm like, Hey, you're my wife and I want you to be my porn star. You know what I mean? I know we can't always have porn sex, but once in a while, let's do something other than the normal, which would you know, be what? Like me on top, riding her, or her riding me, and then, you know, we, you know, stuff like that. But just pretty, stuff, but, but just regular Three. sex, but you just want her to initiate it, maybe. Like, kind of come to you more, and be like, baby, I, I want you right now. No, but I, she needs to be more freaky, too. Like, freaky, like. Freaky, like what? Uh, we want to, like listen, there's nothing on this show that we've or, never heard, so we just want to know exactly what. <laughs> What you? What do you want? Like, what is it? What? Okay, what well, what like, freaky? You know, anal. Like you see on a porno. Anal, swallowing. You know, toys. Everything. Anything you can think of. I want to try with her. So you if you not, like, have you tried to bring that into the to, to the bedroom? Yeah. Oh yeah. It didn't go too well. <laughs> I mean, anal is one thing that's kind of hard to take, but maybe toys and like. She won't swallow either after 13 years. After 13 years, that's what I'm saying. That's what I tell I mean, her. Like, it, and it it kind of sucks, and then it kind of turns into a fight. I'm like, well, I don't want to fight with you about it. I'm just trying to, you know, not be bored of it. You she's know not. I mean? Maybe like, she's not open sexually. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe your sperm exactly. is. Doesn't taste good. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe you just can't. We need some more pineapples, man. <laughs> I drink orange juice every day. I guess oh, it don't man, work. That <laughs> <laughs> well, it was great talking to y'all. It was Miss Amber is so beautiful. Uh, thank uh, Dr. you, Dr. Chris. You cool too. Thanks, so. man. <laughs> right, well, uh, well, what should he do, Dr. Chris? I don't know. Dr. Chris, come on, help me out, man. Something. I'm not 100% clear what you're looking for. I mean, it's, if you are going to your wife, I mean, it's in some ways, it's a couple's issue. It's not even about sex. He said he went to his he, wife, he tried he's to, going, to do things, and she won't do it. But here's where it's a couple's issue. If if someone you love comes to you and says, I would love for you to do some things for me and things different, and the answer is no, I want to know why you're not willing 
to give someone you love some things that will make them happy. So and you got to start with that thought, conversation. I was like, I was like, if if you if it was the opposite role and you were to come, and I was twelve. <laughs> I know it sounds weird saying it, but I mean... If Nothing she, is if weird on the show, Julio. We don't <laughs> think anything is weird. I swear to God, we don't. We are very sex positive. We just want to know. Okay. We want to help you, man. Yeah, and that's my thing. I'm like, hey, whatever she wants, I'm all for No, it's okay. about what you want. She's getting what she wants. She's she wants having... to lay on her back and get fucked. And she wants to do it once or twice a week. <laughs> We're having sex right now in the way that she wants. And that's why it's about you figuring out exactly what you want and sitting down and saying, hey, you're my wife. I love you. You love me. Um, I want to be able to ask for things from you that would make me happy. And it sounds like you're not interested in doing that. What, what is that about? It's a couple's issue. Make it. A, it's not about sex right now. It's like about that system. Exactly. And I'm going to have to bring it up to her again, but I just, I'm going to let her hear this so she can hear that part that, hey, you should want to please your partner because, like I said, we've been together a long time. We we have a great life. You know, I, I, all my time off, I just want to sit with her and my kids. And, but that's beautiful. And you know what I mean? If a partner yeah. came to me and said, I, I want more sex with you because I love you, because I want to have more fun with you, because I want to feel closer. I'd say, I want to give you that because I love you. And if and if they say, I don't want to give you that, then I want to know why they don't want to be closer to you and have more intimacy and all of that. Like, there's something there. Did it's she grow up thing. like religious or like Catholic and she, you know, has like those kind of issues of like, you know, kind well, of just wanting to be super vanilla? Yeah, see, that's, like, you know, her mom, they're real old school. And my wife's real old school. She cooks, cleans, she does everything for me, which is awesome. You know what I mean? It's just just that part in the room where she's like, ah, like, she ain't down with this and ain't down with that. You know what I mean? It's like... It doesn't sound like an erotic... It's so long. It's like, come on. You know what I mean? Like, she's like, I'm not a porn star. I'm like... I know you're not a porn star. You're my wife. But I stop. Want you to be listen, with listen, me. Julio. <laughs> stop framing it though as porn star or kinky because it's not. It makes her uncomfortable. Yeah, probably. it does because well, it makes it sound it. trashy or slutty. And, and and me and Amber, we love those things. We support trashy and slutty. But your wife doesn't. And so <laughs> I'm well, trying no, to feed you. I'm trying to feed you the right languaging to approach her. And I want you to say things like, I love you and I want to be closer to you. I want to build more intimacy. And sex is a way to do that. So I want to try new things. So we can Close the window. Is the window open? No, no it's not. It's just my truck's loud. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I'm so sorry. I wish I, I wish I could have pulled over. And, no, no, no. It's okay. Deadline. But you heard what Dr. Chris said, right? <laughs> yes, yes. yes. And, and, and in my defense, she's the one that labeled it you know, porn star, like, oh, okay. you know, cause I, you know, I kind of would try to show her what I want. Of course you show her in the porn, like, Hey, this is what, you know? And she's like, well, I'm not a porn star. I'm like, well, I know that. I'm but that, my wife. the porn, you showing her a porn is, makes her uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. Cause she's not seeing herself when she's looking at that. She's seeing she's porn seeing performers yeah. being porn performers. And that's why porn is crappy, crappy sex education. That's why I want you to lovingly frame it the way I'm saying so that she sees it as an act of love between two people, which is what it is. Like when I do kinky stuff with people I'm in a relationship with, it's an act of love and care. I want to be more vulnerable. Yeah. I want to be closer. So you just have to use those words. But good luck, man. I appreciate it. I'm definitely going to try that approach. And because uh, like I said, that's, that's my love. And just be nice and sweet it. to her. Don't talk about porn. Don't show her a porn. Don't show her a picture. <laughs> just, you know, she's, she's a wholesome young lady. 
you know just, doing wholesome young lady things with her husband you know right? like, just just introduce a toy in kind of you know because here's, here's what we don't, say don't sneak attack me and amber always say like two straight people doing something makes it straight a married couple lovingly doing anything makes it a loving married coupled activity yeah it's not it's not right. a porno behavior it's a couple's loving activity because it's a loving couple doing it so you know frame it like that good luck dude good luck i, Julio. I love y'all so I download all the podcasts. Keep doing what y'all doing. Thanks, Thank man. you. Love Good you, luck. Julio. Bye. All right, y'all. Take care. All right, Everybody. you too. Bye-bye. I like Julio, man. He's he's a great guy, and that's what's so beautiful. Is it's this really great guy who wants to like stay in his marriage, be close to his wife, be, you know, get his yeah. needs met. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. When what? Julio called us and called in the show and left a message, yeah. his whole question was that he wasn't getting enough sex uh-huh. and they wanted to have a conversation with his wife about exploring an open marriage. That motherfucker. And then they get on the phone with us. That's what I'm sitting here. I'm writing notes going, ask him, ask him, because that never came up. Oh, my God. That well, was they the get, question. They get on the phone with us and they get nervous. Yeah, and that's why I was kept getting confused because he kept saying like, he wasn't talking about what he wants. And he's a truck driver. It's no shade. He's probably hardly ever home. Right. Uh, and his wife don't want to swallow. Doing the Lord's work, Amber. You're doing <laughs> <the Lord's> work. <laughs> Saving one hoe at a time. But man. imagine his wife at home from a repressive family and he's busting out porn saying, I want to do this. Yeah, of she's course she's like, like, what the fuck is that? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, I had a boyfriend. Okay. I was like in my early 20s. And I wasn't, you know, the same Amber that I am now. And I was very uncomfortable. And he would watch porn and he would be like, yeah, let's do that. And I was like, ew, turn that off. Like, no, you're fucking gross. Like, ew. That's probably how she is now. I remember feeling like that and being like, dude, this is way too much for me. Like swallowing cum in my early 20s. Is but, like, but guess no. what? Look at but, you now. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you now. I'm a fucking garbage disposal Look at you now, now you, you garbage disposal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, like, goop, goop, goop. I drink it like a big goat, That's honey. my girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So make sure you call us with your questions at 213-375-5258. That's 213-375-5258. 5258 listen and subscribe lovelinewitherose.com and of course when you tweet us use the hashtag loveline uh we'll see you next week bye, bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.